Welcome to Rice and Shine, a show looking at life through the perspective of Asian Americans in the Pacific Northwest. I'm Ava. I'm Sophie. I'm Lauren. And I'm Grace. So today I thought we would do a more fun and lighthearted episode since the last two episodes have covered pretty heavy topics. So today we'll be reminiscing on our old school memories, sort of a story time, and give our thoughts and advice. We'll be breaking this episode into two sort of segments, the first being elementary school and the second being middle school. So to start things off, I think I had a pretty good experience in elementary school, but what about you guys? Um, I hated elementary school, like, so much. Like, people are like, oh my god, I loved elementary school, like, recess, it was so fun. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I hated elementary school. And I guess there's, like, a lot of reasons for that. I didn't like recess. I didn't like how we only had one class. I didn't like any of my classes. I didn't really like my teachers, like, my classmates. I didn't really like them either. So I just, like, (laughs) I didn't have a good time. I didn't, like, enjoy what we were learning. And I felt like, like, I didn't get much freedom in anything, and that was really annoying. So, yeah, I hated elementary school. I didn't, like, hate elementary school. I mean, I don't know. It was elementary school. I mean, I loved elementary school. I'm probably the only one out of this entire group who actually enjoyed their elementary school experience. Um, I only moved around a couple of times, so I was able to stay at one school for about two or three years, which for me is actually quite a lot. Um, And at that school, I had a really good experience. I was ahead of everyone. So I like my ego was up there like I was thriving. Um, And I don't know, I had a lot of friends. I always had a lot of fun. And I never felt like overwhelmed. And I didn't have that like falling behind anxiety that I do now. So I think my elementary school experience was super carefree and good and I don't know. I have a lot of great memories. Yeah, same. I think elementary school was, like, the height of my existence. (laughs) Really? (laughs) There wasn't much pressure on, like, grades and stuff, so you could just have fun and, like, not really care about anything. And to be honest, I loved my teachers in elementary school. Like, I didn't have the greatest, like, people in my classes. Like, I didn't really like my classmates. Well, actually, I sort of did. Depends. But (laughs) I don't know. My teachers were really nice and I don't know. It was just really chill, you know? It seems like we're divided into two groups. So Sophie and Lauren, you guys are kind of eh about your experience. And then Ava and I really liked our elementary school experiences. So Sophie, why on earth do you, like, hate that? Yeah, so actually, I want to, like, correct your statement. There's actually three groups. Me, who hates elementary school with, like, a passion. (laughs) And then Lauren's like, eh, and then you guys, like, well, loved I mean, it, so. Now that you're saying it, like, I wasn't, eh. I mean, was I, eh? I don't know. But I think it was definitely better than any other schooling experience. So I think I'll sort myself back into Grace and Ava's group. What? Okay, yeah, Sophie, you're the odd one out. So you're going to have to explain yourself. Yeah. All right, I'll start with, like, a banger. Like, there wasn't really <laughs> many stories that made me hate it. I just hated it. I don't know. But this one, this was a, I mean, this was kind of a personal problem (laughs) of mine, but (laughs) I'll just explain it. So basically, I call this my I love you trauma. (laughs) 
(laughs) And Lauren and I were FaceTiming one night and I just like started talking about my random experiences as a kid. And this was one of them. (laughs) And it was like, it was so weird to talk about because I never really told anyone this. But basically, uh, when I was younger, um, my parents were both like full time working. And there was also a period where my dad was away. So it's just my mom for like, I don't know, a year. And so obviously, she can't take care of us like all the time. So we would have to go to like after school camps and like summer camps where they would watch us and whatever. And so one of these camps, I'm not going to say the name. (laughs) (laughs) I want them to get exposed. But basically there was this game where you would like all the kids would sit in a circle and you would have to go up to them and be like, honey, I love you, but would you just please smile? And then the person who's like receiving that message would say, honey, I love you, but I just can't smile. And so the point of the game was you can't smile or laugh when somebody is saying that to you. And like, in theory, it sounds lighthearted. But to me, that game was like, the most stressful thing of my life. So (laughs) I guess I should explain (laughs) because it sounds like really weird when I'm like, I hate this game. But (laughs) I just I didn't like that we had to say I love you to people we didn't even know. Because like, for me, I love you is really special. Like, I don't say I love you unless I do love you. (laughs) You know, like, it's not something I throw around. I associate it a lot with, like, I mean, like, good memories, like, I don't know, like, meeting with family. But I also associate it with, like, goodbyes, you know? And those are kind of sad. And I didn't want to say that. And I was like, oh, I'll just sit this one out. They were like, no, we want you to play the game, Sophie. And I was like, ah! But (laughs) I did, I had to sit there. And then this kid came up to me and did it to me. And obviously, I didn't laugh or smile, because if you lost, you would have to become the person who said that to other people. And I was like, nope, no way. That would, like, just ruin me. So I was very determined. So I didn't smile at all. Like, I was actually on the verge of tears. And it turns out that same kid was in my third grade elementary school class, (laughs) the kid that said that to me. And it's nothing against him. Like, I don't really care about that kid. But it was just the memories that it brought back and, like, the feeling, like, that moment made me so distressed. (laughs) And so the only time I've ever cried at school, like ever in all of my years of school was in that third grade class during a test when I found out that this kid was in my class. (laughs) 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 And (laughs) that's why I call it my I love you trauma. I couldn't say I love you for at least the next five years because of that game. Because I was Oh my gosh. Yeah, I was like, if I say it more, I'm afraid it'll mean less. And I felt like because I said that, I felt like I like betrayed what I think about that word. And I felt like I just like disregarded its meaning by playing that game. And that like, it was hard for me to deal with that for some reason. And yeah, so I cried in the Hold middle up. of the test. Hold up. This is so deep. When she, when she was telling me this on FaceTime, it was like 1130 and she was just going on and on about this. And I was cackling. And she was, like, getting so angry. <laughs> I was angry. Because this facility, they but now, forced me But now to you're that. like, oh, my gosh. It's, like, deep. So, like, you got to say when it's deep. So then I won't cackle as hard. Well, <laughs> I didn't want to make you cry. I have this I habit of accidentally making you cry. I wasn't going to cry. That's oh, not okay. that big of a thing to cry over. I cried over it. 
Oh, <laughs> my bad. Sorry, Miss girl. <laughs> Wait, how old were you? Um, that happened in like in third grade. So how old was I? I'm also a year uh, younger like, than the rest of everyone. So that would like, be like I don't know, eight, uh, eight, maybe something like that. And I was like, you know what? It'll be fine as long as I never see those kids again. Then he showed up, and I was like, fuck. And yeah, so I thought <laughs> I was being really sly because I cried in the middle of the test. And then I, like, got up, and I'm pretty sure my classmates, or, like, the kids sitting next to me probably heard me sobbing. But I was like, dang, that was sly. Like, nobody noticed. (laughs) But, I mean, I guess I kind of contributed to my hate for elementary school, but not really. I just, like, hated it on its own. Your stories of, like, childhood elementary school trauma are, like, dredging up deep memories for me, like... Do you guys remember those art docents where they would come in and do, like, art projects? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My first grade class, right? Uh, was I? Wait, which which grade? First grade? Yes, we were all in the same first grade class. Do you not remember this, Sophie? No, wasn't that second grade? No, it's first. There's a photo. Oh, we were, right. My mom, like, on a field trip with my brother when he was just born, and you guys were in my group. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I don't know if you guys remember this, but there's this thing where, like, you would have, like, a bucket full of paint and, like, roll around marbles on a piece of paper. And oh, have it- yeah. Yes. Okay, so my mom used to do art docent, but she quit after this incident. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I, wanted to- I was very perfectionistic. I still am, but there was this, like, two color schemes like cool colors and warm colors and I wanted mine to be warm colors but then someone threw in a green marble so it wasn't all warm colors and I threw a <laughs> fit. No! <laughs> and my mom like left and I remember I cried I think that was the only time I've ever cried in school from art. This was so, that's so funny. Fun but uh that's traumatic. I can, I can literally imagine you doing that like throwing a fit over colors <laughs> that seems well like i'm do- whoa i didn't mean to like attack you like <laughs> i just meant because ava's like really particular about color schemes and stuff on our like instagram feed and stuff so i can see that happening <laughs> this isn't like a traumatic story or like anything like that but this was in the same first grade class so i remember i was sitting next to this girl and we used to make bets and I, it would be, like, overspelling. And I st- distinctly remember this one time where I was like, I bet you zombie spells Z-O-M-B-I-E. And she was like, no, it spells Z- uh, Z-O-M-B-Y. And so I went home to my mom. And then that day we went to, like, the mall or something. And there was a shirt that says zombie on it. And then I came back the next day. And I was like, it's spelled zombie. And she's like, no, my mom said it's spelled zombie with a Y. And then, it was like, the things we would place bets like, the things we would, like, uh, give each other. I distinctly remember this one time we were like, I bet you my sharpest crayon it smelled like this. So, we <laughs> a good, um, I don't know, bet. <laughs> so, I'm going to turn the mood around. You guys ruined it, so I'm going to share. Hey, hey, really I did not inspiring ruin it. did. And I sure did. <laughs> um... I kind of want to talk about, like, my fourth grade experience. There were definitely some traumatic things, but unlike you guys, I'm going to focus on the bright side. Um, 
I had a really cool teacher. Um, he lived in Central America for a couple of years. He lived in Africa for a couple of years. And this was back in Portland. So he was like a really great teacher because he'd had had so many experiences and he taught us like half in Spanish. It was really cool. But the reason why this teacher was so popular was because he did this thing called the disability unit. And basically the unit was learning about different types of disabilities and people with those disabilities. And it was really eye-opening. And actually uh, for one of the lessons, my mom came in because um, when she uh, used to live in Korea, she worked with kids who had disabilities. So it was really cool. Like, I think it was so, so important at that time. It still is to like teach kids about that kind of stuff. So there's that. But my actual story is about um, the disability unit and how it works. So we do all these lessons. Um, but the main part is that we sort of like, I guess, experience those. I know like there's no way we can actually experience what they're going through. But um, for example, if you were chose for the wheelchair, you would ride in the wheelchair for an entire day and you would write your report about it. Or if you had the crutches, you would use your crutches for the entire day. Then you would write your report about it or, you know, so on and so on. So I remember it's a very short story. I remember I was chosen first for the wheelchair and the wheelchair, like there's sort of a pyramid or like, I guess, different levels of like um, the most, uh, I guess, hard one. And the wheelchair is obviously the hardest for many reasons. And I remember the teacher was like, okay, if I'm going to choose someone with the, for the wheelchair, I need to choose someone who's super responsible and somebody who can like take responsibility if like anything happens to the wheelchair because it's really expensive. And I remember he chose me first and I was just so happy. So I guess that's like my little, you know, cheerful, positive story. And I just think it's really cool that he had something like that. That sounds so fun. I wish we had that. Like, I feel like it would bring a lot of awareness and it would also teach it in, like, a way that people can understand. Like, that would be really nice. Guys, should we start a petition to get that unit here? Yeah, we definitely we should. should. It, it was honestly, like, eye-opening. And that wasn't, like, the only thing that was super cool about, like, several of the elementary schools that I went to. Um, the cool thing about my elementary school experience was the fact that um, I moved schools quite a bit and there were all immersion schools so um I went to a Russian immersion school I went to a Japanese immersion school I went to a Spanish immersion school and I went to some other like um Slavic language speaking immersion school and I don't know that was so cool I feel like um all the schools that I went to were like pretty diverse um and yeah my elementary school experience was great because I could like learn new things every day. Um, I was so like part of the tag program, so I was able to do a lot of cool things too. So you could say my experience was pretty great. Your story about your like unique teacher reminded me of Ava and my <laughs> third grade teacher. <laughs> so 
I'll just like get into it. So basically third grade, we had the Native American unit where we learned about like the Oregon Trail and like, keep in mind, like no other classes did what we did in this class. Mm -hmm. So basically our teacher was like, I'm going to make you guys like live through this. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So basically what happened was for like a week, I think it felt way longer, but she would stuff all of our desks into like this really small corner of the portable. And then we would have to like be there the whole day in this tiny space. And we had like duct tape lines. And if you stepped over that uh, duct tape line, you would get quote unquote shot. And then you would have to stay whoa, in the recess. Whoa, whoa, whoa. One of those finger guns and be like, oh my God, you're shot. Stay in after recess. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, oh she really took God. it to the next level. Because we, that was supposed to simulate like reservations because we got a really small amount of space and we had to like climb over our desks. And I, I remember this one time. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I got squished by a dad. She was pushing two of them together. And I was like, <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> I had to get privacy folders for my table, except like everyone shared a table. And so I was like crawling underneath and like my toe crossed the line and she was like, bang, you have to stay in. And I was like, Ooh. you so, made it very around our chairs. Like, yeah. All- oh, my God. I was going to get into that. So basically this other time she made us put all of our chairs into one bathroom. So we shared a portable with this other class and there was like a bathroom in there. So we didn't have to walk to the main building. and. Everyone took their chairs and, like, everyone got into those bathrooms together, like, the whole class. And we had to stand there for, like, five minutes. And she was like, this is what a reservation is like. You get no space. And I was like, <laughs> like, it took me back to that time, I guess. <laughs> well, that was the point. But all I was thinking about was how I couldn't breathe because everybody was, like, squishing me in. <laughs> and then this is, like, the most famous part. So basically everybody was at like recess or something. And then we came out of our portable and we had to carry our chairs all around the campus in front of everyone. It was a good learning experience, but it was just so traumatic, which I guess she was traumatic. She could have definitely taught it a different way. Yeah, but it definitely, I did learn and I was like, dang, they had it really bad. So I think they I, still I have it lot. really bad, by the way. Yeah, they definitely do. We should talk about that in another episode. Mm-hmm. We're getting so many ideas from this episode. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, we had to carry around our chairs. And I remember people got hokey stools, like some of them. And I was like, oh, you're so lucky. But that was a really interesting experience. Like, I will never forget that teacher. <laughs> Every So our school system is there are five elementary schools, four. There's four or five elementary schools and then there's one middle school and one high school and so everyone knows about the the reservation exercise thing yeah the native american unit from west mercer yeah in sixth grade i'd have uh friends who were in that class and they'd be like oh do you guys remember that and i'd be like yeah oh my gosh i hated that so yeah it's it's like we bonded while carrying chairs yeah I have, these are, like, they have nothing to do with, like, how I feel about elementary school. I just think they're really funny. So, like, when I was in kindergarten, I was a really interesting kid, a lot more outgoing than I am now. So, I guess I met this one kid, and, like, the first time I met him, I decided that I was going to have a crush on him. <laughs> and so, oh, my gosh, wait. Is that- 
don't don't say it no, i'm not gonna say it i'm just remembering the story yeah so my i have like no memory of this at all but my mom tells me about it all the time like whenever we see this kid or his mom my mom's like oh do you remember that one time so it's like in my brain but i have no memory about this but basically one time i guess our parents were coming into the classroom i can't remember why and i <laughs> so my mom and um this other kid's mom were like conversing. And so this guy was shy, by the way. So he was like hiding behind his mom, probably from me. (laughs) I don't remember what this event was, but I remember, well, I don't remember. I remember my mom telling me this. Apparently I ran up to him and I hugged him. (laughs) And I said to my mom, I love, (laughs) well, I didn't say I love him, but I was like, I'm going to get married to this guy. (laughs) (laughs) So cute. It's not, I traumatized that kid, I'm pretty sure. I mean, like, (laughs) okay, it was just not a great way to start off. I don't even remember this, so my mom could be completely lying. But, yeah, so I guess I had a crush on that kid, and it just, (laughs) it was so embarrassing. And I, should I expose myself? I don't know, but I pretended I had a crush on another kid (laughs) so I could hide my crush for this kid. And it just, (laughs) it was um really interesting I'm friends with both of them now so I hope I didn't traumatize them but oh actually okay wait this connects to my other story so that same kid I used as like the person I pretended to like to hide my crush for the other guy (laughs) um he was new in kindergarten so uh he was in our class and then I remember he didn't like I don't know he didn't know his way around so uh, our teacher was like, does anybody ride bus, blah, blah, blah. So I raised my hand and she was like, okay, you hold hands with blank and walk him to the bus. <laughs> no, it was, it was so scary. My hand so was really cute. sweaty because I was wearing like a huge jacket or something. So that was probably not fun. But I remember being extremely embarrassed because I had to walk down the hall with this random kid holding hands. <laughs> Yeah, and so I had to sit next to him because I guess he didn't know anyone. <laughs> and that was just the most embarrassing moment of my life, except I had a lot of those. Um, and yeah, I mean, we're friends now, so it's like fine. But I, every time I see him, I'm reminded of that moment and I just like am not happy about it. So I regret raising my hand that day. <laughs> but that was just like, that's just a fun story. But I just think it's funny how I'm... I was, like, a way different kid than I am now. Like, my personality has definitely changed a lot. I'm not as brave anymore, I think. I actually, now that I think of it, have a traumatic story. Okay, it's not that traumatic, but anyway. So, when I was in, I think this was fourth or fifth grade, probably fifth grade. Um, So, our school, we had a pretty good music program. So, my teacher... Um, would always like call on me I would be like her little helper because like I like took music classes or whatever so um, when I was younger I took um, vocal classes I took piano and I took a couple other things but the point is I knew some music right compared to everyone else like I I wasn't good but I knew some music so I would always be like her little assistant and I remember one day like this new kid came in and he's like this piano prodigy and usually while we're like singing songs or whatever I would play the piano or not the piano the keyboard but she was like oh 
like your name like I heard that you play piano could you like play a little something for us so I got up from the piano even though that was my seat not his so I went back to my like little square or whatever and he literally started I still remember I was so impressed by how good he was and the thing is he it was all improv too which is like honestly it, it was pretty cool to be honest for a fifth grader and I still remember his name ringing in my ear and she started calling on me less and less and she started calling on him more and more and I remember one day she was like do you guys want to like do a little improv duet together and uh, we try to do a little something but obviously I couldn't keep up with him so uh, he tried to teach me a little something but like I just I couldn't keep up with him like I I wasn't as good I'm, I'm not good so she was like, Grace, would you like to go back to your seat? And I just ah! got up and I went back to my seat. And that kid, he's probably, he's amazing. And his talent is undeniable. But yeah, he's, he's on my, he's on my list. <laughs> and so is that teacher. <laughs> I can't believe it. That, that sounds traumatizing. Yeah, it was. That's kind of when I quit music, to be honest. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I have a music class story. So I remember it was Halloween, and I was wearing this witch outfit. This was, like, was this first grade? I think it might have been first grade. Wait, Sophie and Ava, do you remember, like, her having us doing acting on Halloween in first grade? No. no. I have no recollection of, like, anything past, like, middle school. So different grade, but... It was with this teacher, and she's like, okay, we're going to do a little skit. It's Halloween, so it's basically, like, about this uh, witch and skeletons. And I was like, oh, who wants to be the witch? And I was like, I want to be a witch. I'm dressed up as a witch. And then I got the witch role, and I was so happy. And I remember I was, like, in her office, and then I walked out of there. And then people were, like, singing or something, because, you know, this was music class. And then, yeah, and that's that's my music class story, guys. (laughs) Wait, what was the act? What did you do? Oh, I just walked out of the class, out of her office, and, like, walked around. As a witch? As a witch. Oh. <laughs> well, that Can was I... underwhelming. I was oh. the. I kind of have, like, uh, an elementary school acting experience, too. I guess this was kind of traumatic. Not at that time, though. So, basically, um, when I was in third grade, our school... Um, we had a great music program. So during third grade and fifth grade, we would put on these musicals. And to be honest, like they were, they weren't bad. Like they were pretty good. And um, the composer of all the music and the director, like uh, he was incredible, right? So he's like this musical genius. Uh, So he kind of got frustrated with us sometimes, but that's okay. But I remember um we were getting our roles assigned to us and there were only a couple solo parts so there were there was um maybe three right and the musical was about like the history of how like portland became portland um and a huge part of portland history are the japanese camps right um Uh, World War II when, you know, innocent Japanese Americans were imprisoned for being Japanese, really tragic things. So 
um, I had this ballad, right? And I didn't know I was going to get the role at first, but basically the role was a Japanese schoolgirl and then an American schoolgirl. So there were two roles. My best friend at the time played the other role. And the song was about how, like, we're the same people, like, we're the same age, we, like, like the same things, but for some reason, I have to go away to this camp because I look the way I do, and I have no control over that, right? So, really, really sad ballad, um, and I really wanted it, and I remember I got it, and I always assumed, oh, is it because, like, I take vocal lessons? Is it because, like, blah, blah, blah. But it turns out I was looking at the yearbook. I was like one of the only Asian girls in my entire grade. And I'm pretty sure that's why I got the role, which is so sad to me because I worked really hard before the audition. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm really sad about that. Oh, yeah. I think uh, when you're younger, you don't really realize those sort of like microaggressions and things like that mm -hmm. which is yeah it's it's sad so i was also in a musical fourth grade production of beauty and the beast that's right and um i think i was talking to grace about this the other day and i was casted for the role of everyone drum roll oh no the drum roll okay great um old lady with a cane not you were the candle not a candle cane <laughs> I know, but I, I remember, I just, like, had that thought. I thought you were the candle. Oh, like, no, I wasn't weren't. the candle. I played the old lady with a cane, and then I was also a teacup. Uh, uh. It wasn't the old lady who's, like, the enchantress who puts a spell on the guy. It's just some random old lady. and One I, of the villagers. Yeah, like, one of the villagers. And that was, like, I loved being part of that, because I got, like, this, all these fancy outfits. Or, like, I actually got two outfits, but... Whatever, and then we, me and my dad would go on weekends to help, like, set up the stage and stuff, and then I remember, like, I had to, like, because it was a musical, so I had to be, like, on the stage singing, like, the opening song, and then I have to run off to the other side of the stage, but I couldn't bring my cane because the next scene would be a scene in the castle where I'm a teacup, so I remember throwing my cane into this back room for someone else <laughs> to catch it, and yeah, it was a lot of fun. Shout out to Miss um, Kurtenbach if you're listening to this, and Mr. Back. Miss oh, Kurtenbach, I yes. love her so much. Those were the people who put on the musical. It was a lot of fun. I remember I, I watched it. I remember I always dreaded getting to like fourth grade, fifth grade because I always dreaded being in the play. Like I would never do that. And I remember everyone had to have a role, but I really skimmed out on that one because we went to a new elementary school, so they kind of cut the play from the. Mm, yep, me oh, yeah, too. <laughs> I was like overwhelmed with joy. I was like, oh, thank God. I really, oh my God. I'm so <laughs> oh, yeah. And then do you guys remember? So there were like very few boys registering to be in the musical. So, our, you know, how like with fundraising stuff, like it'll be like, oh, the coordinators will do this, the coordinators will do that. And so the first thing the teacher, Miss Grimbach, she would, the thing that she got enough people for was to do a slide in the mud because at our school there was a soccer field and it would rain a lot because you know we're in seattle i remember and, that yep and there was this like big pit of mud and the thing that she had to do was slide in the pit of mud but i didn't get to see it because i was like staying inside class or something 
and I remember being so sad that I didn't see it, but, you know, it, life goes on. It was, it was a show, so you, it's okay, I'll just, like, share my memories, yes, I guess. Yes, retell it. Oh, okay, well, she ran, and then she went into the mud, and we were all like, ah! Wow, great storytelling. Yeah. We have a bunch of fun stories, but I think that we should all just give our advice to any elementary schoolers listening. So what would you guys say? Enjoy um, it. Register for the musical. Even if you get the old lady with a cane roll, it's so much fun. I'm not a musical kid anymore. I was for a total of like six months, but still good times. I'd just say like, don't worry. Like I was... I was like a weird little kid. I worried about the most random stuff, but elementary school, like you're, you're meant to enjoy it. Like, don't worry about, well, obviously worry about your grades, like keep your good grades, but like, don't worry too much about like, just don't worry about it. Yeah. Like you're going to be okay. Like it's, (laughs) it's fine. You're meant to enjoy it. So just don't be like me and like make the best out of it. I think Mm. for a bit like of a different sort of piece of advice so you guys know like the highly capable program oh my mm. gosh mm-hmm. that me so much stress because i was mm-hmm. in, i remember i was so stressed i was like oh my god i'm not in it i'm not smart i'm literally gonna fail school when i get to high school i am not gonna go anywhere but like you shouldn't determine your worth in like a test that you took in second grade because like not to discredit anyone who's in it it's great if you're in it but like don't stress about not being in it because I think we're all doing pretty fine right now in school so like it doesn't really matter that much I think I put so much like emphasis on it but yeah just have fun your best going off of what Ava said and um, me being an example myself I was in um I guess on Mercer Island you would call it triple excel I was triple excel from kindergarten all the way to fifth grade And look at me now, like, do I, am I any different? No. Like, am I any smarter? No. Am I falling behind? A little bit. Like, in elementary school, you're just supposed to learn the most, like, basic things, like addition, subtraction, that kind of stuff. And as long as you know how to do it, there's no, like, like Ava said, don't, don't stress. It's not that big of a deal. I thought it was a big deal. I had pictures of all the colleges I wanted to go on my little bulletin board. I was so motivated. And then I got burnt out in middle school because elementary school doesn't matter. And middle school doesn't matter, but we'll get into that later. So, yeah, I agree with Ava. Just it. don't worry. Do a ton of clubs. Do, like, sports. Do musicals do whatever um elementary school is the time to like really like set in your roots and uh find out what you like so now let's transition on to middle school so did you guys have a better experience than elementary school or was it like pretty much the same or even worse uh well i'm kind of i hated middle school (laughs) but also that could just be a me problem like i guess it was better in terms of like freedom but i just hated it I I didn't like middle school that much because I was very awkward. I still am very awkward, but I was so awkward to the point that when I think about sixth grade, I simply can't. Dude, sixth grade was the worst. Lauren and I, okay, we became like really close friends in fifth grade and then we had no classes together in sixth grade. 
So we never saw each other unless it was in between the hall. And that was traumatic because I didn't have many friends. I had like, like two friends that I actually liked. For me, I definitely did not like um, eighth grade, but I liked sixth and seventh grade a lot. Um, I moved schools maybe three or four times during the span of all three years of middle school. And that was pretty tough, to be honest. The first two schools were great. Um, the, fir- the last two schools were not so great. Um, one of the schools being our very own Islander Middle School. Um, but that was also a me problem because I moved around so much. I definitely um, felt like really burnt out and I felt really lonely and I just didn't have the best time. But sixth and seventh grade, I was thriving. So I guess that's a positive. Yeah, speaking of eighth grade, um... Not my best year, that's for sure. I mean, like, I never had any good years. Sixth grade, I, I'm not even going to, like, touch on that. Seventh grade, seventh grade was fun. I was just struggling a lot. <laughs> you know, no biggie. And then eighth grade was just really weird. Like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like, first of all, we transitioned, like, mid-year into online school. So that was just really weird. <laughs> and then in terms of, like, classes and stuff I just wasn't passionate about any of the classes I was taking like nowadays I'm like I'm really happy that I have the opportunity in high school to like take classes I like like radio because I actually like enjoy it for once but middle school I just like I dreaded it and you know maybe that's a me problem but I can relate to Grace on that one for me it was kind of the I don't know it's pretty a com a big common trend that I just love school I don't know Eighth grade, not so much, especially with online school and everything. But I don't know. I've always really enjoyed school, as weird as that sounds. But I don't know. I feel like I have had nice teachers. I generally like all my classes and everything. But yeah, I know eighth grade, rough year. I, okay, wait, (laughs) let me talk about something. Social studies, I did not (sighs) at all. I went on strike on the, like, the latter half of the year once it transitioned to, like, online school this is so bad I'm so sorry my eighth grade social studies teacher if you're listening I'm sorry I didn't mean to not do any of the work for like the latter half (laughs) I can relate dude but at the end I got all my assignments in it was fine but it was so bad I feel so bad but it just wasn't my year toward the end right social studies was by far my lead well okay it was tied with science those were like my least favorites. Like whenever I walked into the classroom, I was like, it's not a good day today. <laughs> and I, just, I dreaded it. It's like really awful year. <laughs> I was really struggling. Like I barely scraped by with social studies um, and also science. That was just really hard. And then, oh yeah, this one time uh, when we first transitioned to online school, since we're speaking of science, um, we were in the Zoom and then like one of the students just randomly cussed out my science teacher. And it was like, <gasps> oh my, yeah, it was way out of the blue. So she ended up ending the meeting. So I emailed her and I was like, hey, are you okay? Like, <laughs> can I help oh you? My- yeah, I was like, oh my, oh, that's so bad. Yeah, that was awful. And so the kid that, cussed her out like knew her name and everything so we knew like 
that it wasn't a Zoom bomb or anything like that. Like, this was a student who said that to her. And I don't know if he thought he wasn't going to get caught or something, but they obviously caught him. And I emailed my teacher and I was like genuinely really concerned. Like I, I mean, she wasn't my favorite teacher, but like, it's like, if that happened to me, I'd probably just cry a lot. <laughs> and so I was, I like emailed her and I was like, are you okay? And she was like, yeah, I'm okay. But I think we had a sub the next day and I was like, Ugh. Oh, like I felt so bad for her. And she so also sad. had a kid and she was going to show us her new kid. Oh. And yeah, I hope her kids didn't hear that. So yeah. that was just That's really so awful disrespectful. Yeah, it, I was so like infuriated. So out of pocket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was like a big thing for online school. I was like, are, is that going to happen in like all my classes? You know, to elaborate on my middle school experience, I've always wanted to share this story. I think it really like built my character and everything so basically I went to uh, a middle school in sixth grade and I was there for the entire year and I had a really good experience at that school I definitely was feeling some like burnt out kid symptoms like um I my grades were actually pretty bad um I was not a good student I could have been, but I wasn't. Um, I was goofing off in my class um, all the time. I was just not that great of a student, but like socially, I was doing so well. I felt like I was at the top of the world. I was so happy. And then uh, in the middle of seventh grade, well, actually maybe around like November, December, um, I just kind of like fell apart. And I don't really know how it happened, but um, I was just not a good student. Like I said before, I don't think I was that good of a person. And um, I felt like I was sort of in like this cycle. And it definitely uh, stemmed from like, a lot of pressure being put on me, like schoolwork, the future, and I was just so rebellious. So I ended up moving schools because I was like, this is it. Like, I need a change. I'm out of here. So I went to this new school and I had such an amazing experience there. Um, I was at the top of my class. I was socially also really um, fulfilled and I was just really happy. I think that's like where I peaked. That's like the best I've ever been, right? Amazing school, amazing friends. Um, I was also doing amazing. And then that's when we moved here to Mercer Island. And to be honest, I don't really remember the move that much because I was in denial until like December um, of last year. And um, I don't know. I was just really like not feeling it. I was really sad. I wasn't really like lonely. I mean, I had you guys. I had friends. But I still felt really, um, I guess, isolated, if that's, like, the right word. Um, and my grades started dropping. I was just not having it. I was, like, crying in the middle of class all the time. I literally had to leave class so many times because I would randomly just start sobbing. And my parents let me stay home a bunch. And I don't know. I was just really sad. And the entire time, my grades well, I didn't even know how to check my grades, but I kind of like went through this like 
journey, I guess, during middle school. My grades were really good. My grades were really bad. I had no friends. I had a ton of friends, all this stuff. And I think it's really helped me build my character, like I said before. And I want to talk about this later when we give middle school advice, but I think my story just goes to show that middle school is the time when you make mistakes, you lose friends, you make friends, and yeah, you don't really have to worry about your grades too much. I love the way you phrased that. I get what you mean. Obviously, I didn't move. Um, I'm like kind of the direct opposite of you. I stayed here basically my whole life. I've moved like three times, but I was, I don't even remember that because I was so young. Um, but like, even then I didn't really, you know, I didn't feel like I fit in very often just cause I'm, I'm, I tend to keep to myself and, you know, I stick to my friend group and whatever, but I think, like you said, middle school is like, you make mistakes and stuff. And I think it's, it's unfair to regret those things because they, like, make you who you are, they teach you stuff, and, like, I think in middle school, I dealt with a lot of people that, like, I didn't, like, I didn't want to be around those people, I just was around them either because, like, they were, like, cool, or, well, not really, (laughs) I was around them because, like, okay, I'll just tell a specific uh, story, but, like, there was this one person, and I only talked to them because, like, I don't know. I felt like they they wanted friends, but they didn't have many friends. But it just, it wasn't a good friendship. Like, this person would start fights with me over text for no reason and would, like, drag them out. And I was, like, I was just trying to, like, move on with my life. Um, But they, whenever I tried to do that, they'd be like, oh, you're mean. You're just gonna, like, leave like that. Um, So that was not healthy for me whatsoever. I was always stressing about this I was like this person was just weighing me down and like it was really unhealthy and it really like it took a toll on me it was exhausting and so when I finally decided I was like done with this person I'm not gonna be around this person not gonna associate with this person I just felt so much better and like I guess I'll just do my advice right now like cut people that are like not good for you out of your life you know like Middle school kids sometimes are mean and, like, toxic. So, like, just don't hang out with people because you feel obligated to. Like, just be with people who you truly like and, like, who like you for you, you know? Like, it's hard to find your crowd. And I've only just now kind of found the people I'm, like, comfortable with. Like, you guys, obviously. Like, I – it took me a while and I used to regret, like, being around these kinds of people, but it's unfair for me to regret those things just because, like, they, it taught me stuff. And, like, you can't go back in time and change stuff, so you might as well just, like, take it for what it is and, like, accept that you learned a lot from that experience, right? So, like, in middle school, you're going to make mistakes, and that's okay, you know? We're going to move on, and, like, like all things do, it'll pass, you know? And now I'm in high school. Doesn't really feel like it, though, but I... Like, I'm finally feeling okay with where I'm at with, like, socialness and whatever. Like, I have my group who I'm, like, who I like, who like me, and I'm not feeling that sort of weight that I felt a lot of the time during middle school. So I think that goes to show, like, be around people because you want to be with them, not because popularity and whatever, or, like, 
kind of like I said, obligation, stuff like that. And yeah, just like stick with those people because it it's exhausting being with people you don't like, you know? Yeah, I think in middle school, it's just weird because everyone's going through puberty. I mean, everyone still is. But there's that and there's all this pressure put on social stuff because you're just getting out of elementary school and all that. And there's pressure put on grades because you're about to go to high school, which means you're about to go to college, which means you're about to go get a job, you know? And I think there's all this pressure that's not, like, unnecessary pressure. And so I think, especially for the social side, like how we're all talking about that, I think, I don't know, realize who matters and who doesn't. And if they don't matter, then don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, like, it's hard to kind of find yourself, I guess, but, like, it's so relieving when you finally feel like you're who you're meant to be, you know, you're with the people who matter to you, and for me, those people are very limited, you know, I distance myself from, like, a lot of the people at our school, but I have my small group, and, like, just, just stick with those people, because in the long run, like, that's really what matters through all of your school years of course education but like you get what I'm saying yeah I think especially in the Mercer Island school district like Grace was saying this the other day where she was like if you guys are ever feeling down just remember like you're not doing enough just remember that if you were in any other school you would be like excelling yeah so basically I was telling you guys how like how smart we are like we're doing pretty well it's just that um we live in a community where doing better than you're supposed to do is average and it's super common so like I said I have been probably like if my school had rankings I've probably been at the top of my class and I've probably been at the bottom of the list and I can tell you that um it really depends on, like, what school you're at and where you're at. I feel like our school system is, like, there is a lot of people here who excel a lot. And I often, like, I used to feel really let down. Like, I let down myself by not being, like, triple accelerated or anything because I'm uh, in accelerated math. And, like, that's great. But I always felt like it wasn't enough. I was like, oh, there's this kid, he's already, like, doing calculus. Like, why am I not doing that? But, like, I think it's important to remember that you got to balance out school with other things. Like, if you're passionate about something, don't don't ignore that just so you can excel even further in school. That doesn't sound well or sound good, but, like, don't worry about – so much about being like super far above average because you're not always going to be young. You're not always going to have as much freedom as you do now. So I think just like really enjoy it. Like um, I, I like, I play volleyball and I was thinking about this, like doubling up on sciences next year is an option. And I was like, I I felt like I had to do it because, you know, everyone really puts a lot of pressure on excelling. Um, But then I was like, I still want to play volleyball. I don't want to have that much of a workload that I won't be able to play because it's just something really fun for me. So I decided that I'm not going to do that. 
And like, that's okay. Like it's okay to skip out on a couple opportunities because just focus on what you're passionate about because that, that's something that's going to stick with you. Like you're going to learn lessons from like sports and art, that sort of thing that you're not going to learn in school. And those are really valuable experiences. Like I would argue they're equally as valuable as school. So I think don't do things just because like, don't do them because you feel like you should do them because you want to do them. And that's something hard, I think, especially in our school district sense. There's a lot of people who are really, really, really smart, who are doing like all these amazing academic things. And it's hard to remember that you are also on a good path. Like everyone has like their own lifestyle that they're going to follow. And that's okay. Like, and it took me a long time to learn that. But now I'm finally realizing like, I don't have to follow that same path. Like I don't have to triple accelerate and stuff. And that's something really important to learn. Just to add on. Oh yeah, go ahead. Just to add on to what Sophie said about how you'll never be young again. I have talked to like a lot of, I guess like older people and they can buy whatever the car they want. They can like physically, you know, get all that Botox in their face and look as young as they want. But majority of people who are like that only want one thing and it's to be young again and to be like carefree. And uh, some people might argue that our generation in particular is growing up too fast. So just keep that in mind and try to be stress-free. Yeah, I think adding on to both Sophie and Grace, we, like, I often forget to, like, live in the moment because it's, like, especially with volleyball, there's this um, girl who plays for my same club. She's a year older than me, and she, in her freshman year, she's already signed to play with a college. And I'm thinking about that. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I I haven't even registered for classes yet. I, like, I'm not doing enough, and oh my gosh, the future, and, like, getting flashbacks from the past, oh, that's um, so embarrassing, like, all that. I think just remembering to live in the present, like, just enjoy right now. Yeah, I've been really into that recently. Like, I've recently been really grateful for, like, all these wonderful experiences I'm having, so I think that's, like, really important. Just live in the moment, guys, you know? I think I really need to take your guys' advice, because, I've been comparing myself a lot to the people around me. I feel like our school district or the people in our school, I feel like it's just really competitive with everyone being like, oh, I'm on this. I'm doing this. What are you doing? And I feel like it's just unnecessarily stressful. And I really need to take your guys' advice and like live in the moment and just do what I enjoy because I feel like I've done a lot of things not because I like to do it, because I feel like it will look good for the future. So yeah, if you're in middle school right now, find what you like to do. Don't stress as much. Just have fun, you know? So those were our thoughts on our school experience up until now. We talked about our memories and gave hopefully useful advice. Thanks for listening and be sure to check us out on Instagram at Rise and Shine Podcast and on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts at Rice and Shine.